The Carmichael Dave Show. He's on the microphone when he's not on the microphone. He's playing a song, and when he's not playing a song, he's on the microphone, and then boom! With Jason Ross. No, he didn't! Yes, he did! Call or text at 916-339-1140. It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on Sacktown Sports. As we get to a meal for Goso, the Niners and Nine. Guys, are we allowed to go back retroactively and name a winner of the Super Bowl commercials? Sure. Because it's Dunkin' Donuts. Is it? Did you guys catch the full clip yesterday? No, more there, there's outtakes a full, or bloopers? Like, there's like a full five-minute film version okay. of the whole Dunkin' Donuts, like Ben Affleck's at home coming up with the idea, calling people, getting them together. Plus, there's outtakes that we've seen where like, they did the whole thing. It had the perfect mix of cameos you had matt damon tom brady j-lo uh ben others and ben not taking himself seriously then they follow up and they've got the jumpsuits that they sold that sold out like like that and it's viral everyone's talking about it whoever whoever's in charge of that campaign did a really good job. well done yeah you should watch it i highly recommend it good morning emil how are you good morning boys how are you doing uh i know i know Let's start off with uh, you're an Arizona State guy. Let's just before we get into the nuts and bolts and all that crap, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. let's let's talk about your guy uh, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, I'm sure you've seen by now. Uh, I think it's his girlfriend talking about might be the last time we ever step foot in uh, Levi Stadium. I don't know if it's his brother or his best friend was on Instagram saying this is why we're leaving. I know it's I know he's got an option. There's an option for this year, but is is the is the smoke about Brandon Ayuk's uh, tenure with the, the, the Niners being a little tenuous? Is is that real to you at all? I'm not going to say that he's actively asking for a trade, but there probably is some smoke to the fire of trying to use, you know, this Super Bowl loss as leverage to get a new deal, especially when, you know, you're a star receiver having your first all-pro season and you have three catches in the Super Bowl, yeah. right? You know, you know, it, it wasn't a great look, especially on that third and four. An overtime when he's wide open in the end zone and Brock just couldn't get it to him because he had no time. So there is a little bit of truth to that in that aspect, but I don't think Brandon wants to leave. Now, in terms of what Brandon has said, he talked to me yesterday during cleanout and he was very, very emotional and said, you know, whatever's the right move. And they go, what would the right move be to be being a Super Bowl champion? He would stay with the 49ers. That's just raw and fresh emotion right there of how much they wanted this ring and how much they wanted to get it done. He had to edit his, his media availability early because of, he just broke down in tears. He couldn't do it anymore. And that's just how much it meant to the Steiners team to get it done this year for, the, for this unit, this group of guys, and how devastating not only the Drake Greenlaw injury was, but just the way they lost this game, right? You know, this Niners team has built so much on emotion and team camaraderie, and to not get it done this year when all the cards were going their way. I mean, they were the healthiest they were going in, into a Super Bowl they ever have been, and they just came up just so short and that's really the problem and really the issue right here is that everything is still fresh right now so give them a few weeks we'll see how it goes um look family and all that stuff can talk 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 it, it comes down to the player and what they want to do the Niners have made it very clear they want to keep Ayuk long term as one of those guys you want to keep long term and he has a fifth year option this year for 14.1 million he's not going anywhere this year unless they trade him Emil um how about the rest of the theme of yesterday, you said the Niners kind of, you know, right after the game, it's way too emotional. That was such a tough way to lose. Um, it didn't give them a ton of time, but they still had a chance to talk about it yesterday. Was there a common theme, common message from from what the guys were saying yesterday? 
you know, there wasn't really a common theme. It was more so that they were still kind of shell-shocked. The feelings were still just fresh. That was more of what the theme was of, like, man, we were just right there at the mountaintop. You're right there to beat Mahomes, and we just couldn't get over the top. And talking with Kyle and John as well, because they they give a a presser to close out their season, you know, there's a perception around Kyle Shanahan that he can't win the big game. And that's correct to a degree. What's correct about that is that he can't win the Super Bowl, and he hasn't in in a couple tries. He's been a part of absolutely massive uh, historic comebacks and collapses, both with the Falcons and with the Niners now in the Super Bowl. But he's won a lot of big games in his career. He's he's 72-55 and as a Niners coach, and and they've gone to the NFC Championship game multiple times, gone to Super Bowl two two times in five years. So the perception that he can't win a big game is wrong, but in terms of can he win the big one, that's still to be determined, and that's what's kicking him right now and what he's going to have to reflect on for the rest of the offseason. And this Niners team for that, because things are going to change this offseason for sure. Is Steve Wilkes coming back? Should should Steve Wilkes come back? I think he should. I saw your tweet earlier, Dave. I really did. And, And look, Belichick is a great option. Bravel, a great option. Here's the problem is that it was year one with Steve Wilkes in the building. It was a lot of learning and adapting to. When they had Robert Sala and Amico Ryans, both those guys had four or five years with the Niners to build up this defense and build up the the, the play calling. Steve spent this whole first year having to adapt and learn and change his philosophy to the Niners' philosophy, and that's why there is some pushback between both Kyle and Steve even going into the Super Bowl on what to call on certain things. I think there are not better options out there than Steve, than, than Steve Wilkes unless you're getting a Belichick or a Vrabel. And then you still have to bring them in. You have to ingratiate them towards the Niners' system. And that in itself was its own beast. So I think Steve Wilkes did an admirable, admirable job in his first year. And I think that the secondary got better because of Steve Wilkes. I think the Amador Lenore took a leap. I think Javarius Ward took a leap. I think guys like Jair Brown were able to be a starter because of guys like Steve Wilkes being, being there to help coach them. They call him the DB whisperer for a reason. And I, and I think that Steve Wilkes is a good, good coach. Now, it'll be interesting to see what they do over the next coming weeks. Kyle expects to have all of his staff come back. He's already lost two coordinators in the span of 24 hours, so we'll see what happens. Talking to Emil Fergoso, our Sacktown Sports 49ers insider. Of course, brought to you by our friends at Timber Creek. they got golf available at all times. Certainly uh, check them out at TimberCreekGC.com. Um, Emil, uh, the defense, we were talking about it, but how about the front end of the defense, a group that – at times in the game was really strong. I know they get some decisions to make one on Chase Young. I know we've talked about him for weeks, but also Eric Armstead. Where do you kind of think might happen with uh, with a couple of those guys? Yeah, that's going to be the real big change, I think, up front is going to be those guys. I know, we know that, that Hargrave and Bosa are staying because of their long-term deals, but Chase Young is going to want some money this offseason. He's going to want $10 million plus per year, and I don't think that they're, the Niners are going to be able to match that or, going to, or willing to match that even though we had a really strong Super Bowl. And then for Eric Armstead, he's in the final year of his deal at a $28.4 million cap hit. And not only that, he revealed yesterday to us that he suffered a he suffered a torn meniscus week 13 against the Eagles and played through that the whole season. So he has to go into the offseason with surgery and most likely going to be out until training camp. So that kind of puts a damper on that as well for Eric Armstead going into a contract year. Um, and that's kind of where they're at. They need to add pieces, but then you add smaller pieces because of where their salary cap issues are right now. They're redoing Eric's contract, though, probably, right? They're going to they're gonna extend and lower, wouldn't you think? I would think so, but also, again, there someone has to go, and my, my money, I hate to say this, is kind of on Eric Armstead right now because wow. of what he asked Sacramento. <laughs> no, I, look, love Eric, but at the end of the day, he's ter- ter- he's 30 years old, yeah. two years of plantar fasciitis, and now has a torn meniscus mm-hmm. in, in his right knee. 
this is a business first and foremost. As much as they love Eric Armstead, if he asks for a certain amount of money, they're not going to match that. So if they can lower it, absolutely they'll do it. But we'll see what Eric wants out of his camp because Eric still feels like he's a very valuable player. And this could be a DeForest Buckner situation of a couple years ago, which someone's got to go. With with Dre Greenlaw blowing the Achilles, with Aaron, Ar- uh, Aaron Rodgers blowing his Achilles, has there been any timetable set? I mean, do we even know, is it possible that we can get Dre back, uh, if not started next season, well into it to where he can make an impact? Have they said anything? They haven't said anything. No, he hasn't even had surgery yet. They're letting the inflammation uh, go down on that. Look, Aaron Rodgers and, and the whole Achilles you know, debacle, whatever that was throughout the season, that was for a quarterback and for an immobile quarterback at that. This is for Dre Greenlaw, one of the most ferocious linebackers in the NFL, one of the guys who moves so so quick laterally side to side. Suffering an Achilles tear in the Super Bowl likely means he's out until midseason, maybe even the postseason. I mean, that that's just being optimistic right now for Dre Greenlaw because this is a serious injury. And one, we forget that going into week 18 of the season, he had Achilles tendonitis. And so just to see, you know, it finally rupture, it finally give out yeah. in the Super Bowl is just so disheartening and so heartbreaking to see for this Niners team. And I really feel for Dre a phenomenal player, a phenomenal human being, one of their heartbeats of their defense, and that's going to be a challenge next year for this Niners team. Emil, you've been covering this team all season long. What a what a luxury, though, to go to the Super Bowl. What was your personal experience to to cover the Super Bowl like? It was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Really, really amazing to be at Allegiant Stadium for the first time. Really, really cool to just see the atmosphere and the vibe. It was like a party in there, honestly. Even from the, the, the before the game, it was a party. Cascade was was doing was the DJ. He was the beats were on fire. The music was on fire. Everyone was just pumped up to be there. It was bigger and and more massive than I've ever been a part of. And it kind of was a little stressful because just trying to navigate from being where I was upstairs to downstairs and and and, and on the floor, that was a challenge. But in, in itself, it was super super fun and super super cool to be a part of. Even though the Niners lost. Uh, I will always have that memory uh, in my in my uh, my memory bank for sure. All right. Well, if you play your cards right, and you do a good job. You can come with Jason and I to New Orleans next year. All right. Sounds good, boys. Okay. Thanks so much, <laughs> brother. We'll, we'll talk to you soon, Emil. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thank you, you too. That's Emil from Go. So, uh, Sacktown Sports Niners Insider, and he'll continue the coverage all summer long mm-hmm. as the uh, Niners take a breath, and then they're going to start their drive to a. Yeah, it'll be draft, free agency, yep. all the regular stuff to to go back at it again. And a lot of questions on how they're going to perform that drive and how they're going to get everything together. My guess is they're going to probably save up to fifteen grand off MSRP on new 2023 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4s with my good friends at Hoplet. Yeah, that's right. It's a start something new sale event. Save up to 17 grand off MSRP on hard to find new 2024 Ram 2500 Laramie Crew Cap 4x4s. Remember, just a 30 second break here, everybody, so stick around. Uh, uh, you got to take advantage of the federal and state rebates Hoblet has with a brand new plug in hybrid. I, I've, I've got, you know, I've got an electric vehicle. I'll, I'll never go back. It's, I have to worry about gas stations, stopping, paying, all that crap. My car's quick as hell, man. I, I, I took the plunge, and I don't regret it one bit. See Hoblet's true price at hobletdodge.com. The price you see is the price you pay. No hidden fees, no add-ons, no surprises. That's why they're the number one Ram truck dealer in California, number seven in the entire country. Unbeatable prices, unbeatable selection. No, buddy beats Hoblet, period. We'll take a break. A lot to cover in this final 45 minutes when we come back in addition to 
previewing the Kings and Nuggets, fresh off of his podcast. Travis Kelsey on his bump into Andy Reid and uh, his thoughts on Kyle Shanahan's strategy in overtime. We'll get to that next. Michael Dave Show with Jason Ross. Call or text at 916-339-1140. On Sacktown Sports. I'd like to welcome you all into our YouTube chat if you're watching there. Uh, Wheezy80 on the YouTube chat says, Dave, my wife wants fire wings for Valentine's Day dinner tonight. What do you recommend? Well, thanks for asking, Wheezy. Uh, I obviously always bread a Malaysian curry, uh, but I also go Louisiana rub, peanut butter. And, peanut uh, butter. Maybe throw in a Saigon Street. And, uh, I forgot that my read. Not only is it Wing Day Wednesday, but it's also 88-cent wings oh. uh, on Valentine's yeah. Day. And uh, you've mentioned the noodles before. Yeah. Fries are terrific as well. Fries are fantastic. They've got, they've got a lot of good stuff there. What better thing to eat for Valentine's Day dinner yeah. than Fire Wings? And you can make your order right now at firewings.com and psh, pick them up whenever. There you I've go. I've been trying to make my own Fire Wings noodles, and it's just not the same. It isn't. And honestly, I guarantee you it's something like fish sauce or there's an ingredient in there that we don't do because I've tried the same thing. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. one 800 920 is your phone number. Oh, by the way, uh, I'll open up the phone lines right now again for the Jiffy Lube Drive of the Game. Oh, Forgot yeah. to get that. Let's get you Jiffy Lube Drive of the Game. If you were listening last night, call in, and we will uh, take the first caller that has that Drive of the Game. You could have yourself a $100 Jiffy Lube gift certificate. Uh, Jason Kelsey, uh, along with his brother Travis, have a podcast. It's pretty fun to listen to. Uh, they had it, I believe, this morning, and uh, Travis talked about the uh, Andy Reid bumping. The broadcast showed you having a heated exchange with Coach Reid. <laughs> so heated. People are all over this. I mean, I get it. You cross the line. I think we can both agree on that. I can't get that fired up to the point where I'm bumping Coach and it's getting him off balance and stuff. I mean, let's be honest. The, the yelling in his face, too, is over the top. I think there's better ways to handle this. I love Coach Reid. Coach Reid knows how much I'd love to play for him. I'm not playing for anybody else but Big Red. If he calls it quits this year I'm, I'm out there with him man he ain't calling it quits come on now he's not i immediately wish i would have took a back coach reed actually came right up to me after that and he just let him know hey man i love your passion i got cameras on me all over the place man he's letting you know not, not to be like that just fired me up even more to go out there and get a f-ing victory for him man big red sorry if i uh, caught you with that cheap shot baby but damn i love winning with you you gotta have your head on a swivel because next time he gets fired up at you he's coming hot at you you know that oh yeah i deserve it if he would have cold cocked me in the face right there i would have just ate it and just been like yeah let's f- go i'm not trying to make this situation acceptable but this is what happens when you have highly motivated passionate individuals this doesn't happen if you and andy aren't as close as you are that's what nobody knows the reason this happens is because you two love each other so much and respect each other so much that you feel open enough to have an interaction like this it wasn't me mad at coach reed as as it looks it was the frustration of our team not having success turning the ball over and me being on the sideline. Not the able sideline. to go out there. Damn it. It was pleading with your head coach to let you go out there and win this month. That's what it was. Me and you both know what it was. Andy knows what you mean to him and what he means to you. Mm. Sounds like an uh, excuse for a bunch of toxic masculinity to me, Jason Ross. <laughs> Is that what it was? That's what it was. Yeah. Here's uh, one more from Travis Kelsey on the uh, on the coin toss strategy from Kyle Shanahan. You get the gift of knowing what you need. That second possession. He said something about a third possession. You win the coin toss. That's that's what you get. You get the opportunity to have the advantage, and they handed it right over to us. Oof. 
Stop laughing. It's not funny, Trav. That didn't feel good. You're joking, right? JR. What's up, lovers? Happy Valentine's Day. You're hey. my Valentine, JR. Girl. You are. Hey, can I bump my wife like that with Andy Reid? And am I, is that going to be okay? Because we love each other. We're on the same team. I think uh, if you do that, you're probably going to spend a couple nights in a place you don't want to, pal. Uh, exactly. Yeah, Travis and whatever yeah. the other guy's name it's is. A warning. That's a red flag, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor, yeah. yeah. That is 100%. Yeah. She's going to bump her. She's going to need a Band-Aid to fill that bullet hole. Well, yeah, it's not like yeah. it's not like Andy Reid is, uh, you know, Muggsy Bogues either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, what is she? She's a praying mantis. She weighs like 10 pounds soaking wet. Yeah, don't be like, well, you know, I mean, it just goes to show the relationship we have. I mean, I really wanted to get out there and I uh, wanted uh, to fix that backyard. Oh, uh, I hooked a walrus on the sideline and we were all good. Duh. <laughs> Can't yeah, do it, man. Can't Moron. Do it. Yeah. It still hurts. I'm still hungover from it. Yeah. Same. But you guys are doing a great job. Happy Valentine's Day, boys. Thank Bye-bye. you. Thank you, brother, man. Appreciate that. Uh, I mean, you know, it's fine. Yeah, it'll be it'll be just fine. It's 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 it's, it's fine. You sure? It was okay. <laughs> it was it was all right. It was okay. Uh King's Nuggets tonight. Um, Kings go 3-0 against the Nuggets. Yeah. How about that if they can beat them? Uh, Jokic versus Sabonis. One is uh, playing at an all-star level. The other is uh, uh, guys won a couple MVPs. No, this is a a fun match. Look, the Will he ever not be diet Jokic to you? Sabonis? Yeah. I mean, he... What's the difference? He honestly? is like, okay, so if last year he was diet Sabonis, like this year he's like he's like Sabonis light. Like he, he he's getting yeah, closer. Like he has some of the sugar. It's not stevia anymore. Like there's a little bit of sugar in, yeah. in, in the drink. He they're so uh, Jokic is a better scorer, but where it's really kind of you know, even look, Nicole Jokic is, is maybe my favorite non-Sacramento king. Yeah. I love him. I'm not. I'm not going to speak ill will of him at all. But where it's really starting to get interesting is Jokic is a better score. Yeah, Sabonis, Sabonis has more has, rebounds. He has more rebounds. They're getting really. And, and oh, by the way, Jokic is better. Def- uh, Sabonis is a better defender. They they mm. they ask for far more yeah. from Demontis Sabonis on the Kings. Than they do with with what was Bruce Brown last year, KCP, Aaron Gordon, Jokic has a lot more help, but it's where it's really becoming interesting is the assists. Yeah, I'd be curious to know what the difference is there. Uh, well, we know. I mean, Demontis Sabonis for February is averaging uh, a triple double, which just just checked. That's actually really good, especially considering uh, we're halfway through February. But as of right now, for the year, Sabonis is averaging, where are you? Come on. Uh, 20.2 points, 13.2 boards, and 8.4 assists. Okay, so you got that. So 8.4 assists is the one we're looking for. Let me bring up Denver real quick. So 20.2, 13.2, 8.4. That is right. And Nikola Jokic? is averaging 26.3 points, 12.2 boards, 8.3 assists. Oh, Sabonis passed him. 
He passed him. I didn't even realize that. So, look, neither of them are making any all-NBA first teams. Defensively. Defensively, yeah. excuse me. I apologize. But I, I think this is as close to Nikola Jokic as DeMontis Sabonis has ever been. And that's saying something when you're talking about a perennial MVP candidate. A guy who is almost certainly, almost certainly, I would say, going to win his third MVP this year. That's pretty interesting, Jason yeah, I mean, and, and the last time they played, granted, it uh, the game got out of hand for Denver, but Sabonis, I thought, outplayed him. I completely agree. I completely agree. He did outplay. He 100% uh, outplayed him. Now, the worry tonight, of course, uh, is you're, you've got a very tired, or you should have a very tired Kings team uh, that is playing the defending champions uh, on the road, second night of a back-to-back. Um much like the Nuggets were playing the Kings on the second night of a back-to-back. Yeah. So I, I do find that uh, a little bit interesting mm-hmm. and, and a little bit problematic. However, um, if Sabonis and Jokic cancel each other out, which they should. Yeah. That should help the Kings. That that yeah. That's advantage Kings. You still have Fox, yes. Murray, you yeah. know, all the way down the line. Now they've got other guys, mm-hmm. but they don't. And the other part, the last time they played, uh, KCP was out. Also, Michael Porter Jr. was out. Jamal Murray played, but now it sounds like it's KCP and, and Murray. So yeah, uh, got to watch a guy like Porter and Gordon. Yep. Front court's still really big. That's right. And for the Kings, you, you got to have something. You either have to have Murray or Barnes and Monk. Yeah. There's got to be... In my opinion, for them to win tonight, there's got to be at least two non-Fox bonuses yeah. that really, really stand out tonight. Yeah, because I know they don't have Murray, but Reggie Jackson's still more than capable. Yes. I mean, you know, he's a good he's a good player. Well, Reggie's one of those guys. I mean, it's a little Malik Monkey in mm-hmm. the sense that— Start for a lot of teams. Right, and, and, and just can go through spurts where— you're like you look up and you're like, wow, Reggie Jackson has 11 of the uh, of Denver's last 15 points, and they're on a 15 to four run, and a bunch of Reggie Jackson can catch fire. I don't like it. <laughs> so uh, they will play one more time again uh, two weeks from tonight. Uh, that will be, I believe, is that here? Um, no, no, that's uh, that's right. They haven't played in Denver yet this year, uh, and 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 fortunately for them, as you noted, Jason, they have yet to play the Nuggets at full strength. Right. And tonight will be the same. So, got to take advantage of that. I know there's some things going against the Kings, but um, if they could just finish strong here going into the break, that'd be huge. Also, Nuggets aren't playing the Kings at full strength. South Vizankov out. Yeah, and maybe Trey Lyles. Maybe Trey Lyles. Yeah, had an illness, by the way. So, we'll see if Trey Lyles can be ready to go. We'll take a break. Four down territory. Coming up next, if we have time also what to watch before we get to crosstalk and celebrity birthdays, we'll get to all that right after this on Sacktown Sports. Waking you up with the best in local sports. It's the Carmichael Dave Show with Jason Ross on Sacktown Sports. All right, four down territory coming up in a second here. Congratulations to Rick and Antelope. Rick has Rick, won Rick, the Rick, 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 Rick. Loop Drive of the game and the one hundred dollars gift certificate from our good friends at Jiffy Lube. One eight hundred nine two zero eleven forty. Stephen, you're on with the great Jason Ross. Hey, 
Just the great Jason Ross. Jason Ross only, right? Uh, well, I, I chime in. Like, Hi. Oh, you chime in. Oh, yeah. oh okay. I'm here so too. You're you're the you're the comic relief. I am the you're, comic relief. I'm the fat you're sidekick. The dog. That yeah. was on Conan. Yes, I'm. Yeah. I'm the. I am. Uh, da- yeah, I'm David the insult uh, comic dog. Yeah. With Robert yeah, Schmeigel's hand up my back. Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah. What a classic, dude! What a, what a classic. classic. Anyway, you ever guys? You ever uh, have you have you either one of you ever been physically dog walked? Like, have you guys ever been dog walked before? Um, I the closest I've come to being dog walked is I do remember like in basketball practice we had to um we had to take uh towels like little gym towels and put them on our palms and put our put our palms flat on the gym floor and then we had to run uh line to line back and forth like on not on all fours like we were still on our feet but we had to bend all the way down to the ground and then slide our palms along Gosh. the ground go oh, oh, dude yeah. those were so Brutal yeah, and man. super helpful for game situation. One hundred percent super yeah. helpful. Yeah, it was like doing planking and running and yeah, yeah it sucked, dude. So I get uh, nobody so, walked me, but I dog walked myself. Uh, yeah, we've I think we've all had our had our fair share of being dog walked. So the originating uh, the where that thing came from, I don't specifically know where it came from, but it means that uh, you're getting your behind beat so yes. bad that you are getting physically dragged. So, like, you're walking a dog, your dog is tired, yeah. you know, it's, uh, you know, it's like, all right, buddy, it's time to go home. I know you're exhausted, but we got two and a half miles left, and, you know, you're just dragging this dog. You, you, yeah. you, you being dog walked. You got to so, want it, dog. Yeah. You got to want it, man. Yeah. Thank you. I got more for you next week. Okay. okay. You know, I appreciate that. There's a lot of research that went Then we get that. the origin of boat raced. Boat racing. Yeah. Which... So dog walked is like when I dog walked Jason by beating him one fifty to nothing in dominoes. If that ever happened, that yeah, that's what happened, dog walking, right? Yeah. Exactly. Well, I, I can tell you, speaking of that, uh, dog walking could also be in Phoenix when I was dog walking Jason playing uh, a cornhole, and then Jason like went inside and did some performance enhancers or something, and came back out and and boat raced me. It was it was bad. We wow, throwing, you were dog walking him, and then he boat raced and then he you. boat yeah. raced me. We were throwing haymakers on the uh, the cornhole board that that, that legendary. Nope. It really was no joke. The most impressive game of cornhole I've ever seen. It was mini cornhole, so it's uh, on the table. Yeah, it was Rami and his girlfriend just throwing like back to back, just like getting everything really <laughs> really just getting everything in like it was like they should make an espn like <laughs> 30 for 30. 30 for 30 on it so i just saw this last week to, not to be like oh one up guy but i just saw this clip last week and you bring it up uh uh-uh, dude i saw it this competition there was straight up a guy with uh he didn't have no legs but they were like cut off above the knees, mm-hmm. and he didn't he had have. Cut-offs. And he didn't have. What you say? <laughs> he had cut off. Yeah, cut. And he didn't have no arms, but he just had like the elbows. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He, yeah. So I don't want to say no arms and no legs, but mostly no arms and mostly no legs in the uniform at the competition. And I straight saw this guy. Like, imagine holding. Imagine number one holding the 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 the, the bag with your elbows together. Secondly. The strength to get it all the way across. Like, first off, I couldn't get it that far. Secondly, this dude was launching it and, like, falling forward and then getting back up. 
nailed four in a row in the hole. In the hole. I mean, I didn't. Three of them slid in the hole, and one of them went. I just saw this clip. I was like, "That's literally maybe the most impressive athletic feat I've ever seen in my life." Yeah, for real. Like you had like Oscar Pistorius with the 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 flippers he was wearing or whatever you call them. The blades. The the blades. Thank you. That was that. You know. Yeah, I'm I'm aware of what happened after, but that at the moment, at the time, you're like, "Oh my god, this is super inspiring." And it was. Bro, no arms and no legs, and you nail four cornholes in a row, four bags in a row. Impressive. That is yeah. that is that is my fire wings moment of the game. <laughs> four down territory right now, please. Just wing it. Just wing it. First down. Yes. No team has ever won three straight Super Bowls. What percent chance do you give the Chiefs to do it? Um, you okay? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking of something a joke my daughter told me once. Um, I, uh, uh, you know, I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a 51 percent chance, which wow. is better than a coin flip. Like. Wow. I'll say it again. I completely acknowledge health, salary cap, bad luck, good luck, Josh Allen, all the things. You got you got Jim Harbaugh now in, in your conference, bloody blue, blah, blah. And 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 also the whole Pat Riley disease of more thing when players start getting full of themselves. Travis Kelsey might come back next year. It's like, you know, like in the movie where he's like wearing the glasses and like, hello everybody, good to see you. Like he's gone completely Hollywood and all that. And Andy Reid's gonna have to lose it on everyone. You remember your football players. But until until the champs aren't the champs, they're the champs to me. And I've seen this movie too many times. If they're relatively healthy and they have Patty Mahomes, uh, I, I have a hard time saying no. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give them like 20%, but that's still higher than wow. probably every team. I think yeah. they. Um, it's really difficult to repeat. They showed that. They did it to their credit. But to go three in a row, whether they their record wasn't as good regular season. Yeah. Their path was maybe the most difficult. You said it was statistically the most difficult. It was. I don't know that it would get any easier. Um, I think they have to get there. And if they get there with Mahomes and Reed, it just makes – and Spags and Kelsey, all that stuff makes it very scary. But I think it's really difficult to repeat. But I, I would only – just repeat. So I'm going to give them like a 20% chance. Wow. You hate the Chiefs. That's okay. I do too. Okay. Second out. Last offseason, we had several quarterback change teams like Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, Baker Mayfield, and Jimmy G. Is there a quarterback to watch that might get a new home this offseason? Uh, Not as good as that list. No. I mean, Mitch Trubisky, <laughs> he was just released. Maybe Fields. That's the big one. I was trying to look for another one that would compare. I mean, there's the thought, do you, do you trade Fields and and grab Caleb Williams, or as some would say, do you trade down and and pair Marvin Harrison with uh, with, with uh, 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 yeah. uh, Justin Fields? Thank you. But could someone do something weird? Was it last? Uh, no, it was two off seasons ago when Russell Wilson. I was just going to tell you the 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 rumor du jour is that Russell Wilson's going to the Raiders. Mm. That's the one that you keep hearing on and off. Um, I I, I don't see anything. Really, in the in, in the NFC that stands out to me, other than Fields, I, I will say this: um, I, something could happen in Seattle. 
with the new coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see Kyler Murray. Something might happen yeah. in Arizona. Uh, but, you know, the interesting one to watch, Jason, I'm, I'm going to give you a uh, I'm going to give you a dark horse. Uh, watch Justin Herbert in L.A. Mm, and, really? And I, the only reason I'm saying that is because Jim Harbaugh is there. And I think Jim Harbaugh is the type of guy that if if he gets in there and he's going to watch tape and he's the quarterback whisperer, I, I think Justin Herbert's great. But maybe Jim Harbaugh gets in there. He's like, mm, yeah, yeah. This isn't this isn't going to fit my style. This is a guy I can see out of the blue. You see this Justin Herbert trade to to a Raiders to uh, you know name the team that needs him, and and Harbaugh gets his guy, who, whomever that may be. So I, I I'm not saying that for any reason other than Jim Harbaugh has the power to trade a franchise quarterback if he wants. To. Yeah, and and they have a franchise quarterback. Any chance of they get the same coach, but Minnesota and Cousins. Yeah, I think so. I do. I think so. I, I think there's, there's always a chance there, especially with how how you know scarce the quarterback position is. There's a lot of teams that love Kirk. Yeah, the other one, and maybe you're not going to, you're certainly not going to get value for what you gave up. But I always think keep your eye on Deshaun Watson too. But I just don't know who's. I mean, the way Flacco and what he did um, was pretty amazing. Yeah, it's just a matter of, so what does Flacco do next year? Does Baker Mayfield come back? And I mean, I know he's going to come back, but can he follow that up? You know, what the hell are you doing in New Orleans? I don't know. Uh, Third down. 49ers backup quarterback Sam Darnold is a free agent. Do you think that the 49ers should keep him? I mean, if it's cost effective. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't think they want to get burned with what they had in the NFC Championship game two years ago, right? I mean, that was terrible circumstances. Jimmy G wasn't healthy enough to even suit up. Uh, Brock got hurt, and then they were they were cooked. And so, if Brock had gotten hurt this year, obviously it would have done some damage to him. But Darnold would have been able to fill the void. Yeah. So, uh, unless he's getting other amazing offers, I think it makes sense to bring him back. Hundred percent. No, absolutely. And, and you know, look, if he gets an opportunity somewhere else, someone wants to give him a starting role, and uh, he wants to get paid, then and he gets paid, great. I just I, I think it's great if you can have a backup like that that knows yeah. the system. Yeehaw. Fourth down. The brand new UFL will kick off in late March. Any interest? Nope. Isn't that amazing? Not at all. None. Yeah, I have neither. absolutely zero interest. And I love football. I love, love football. Uh, I love I, college football. I'd love nothing more than to have something else to talk about in the summertime, as we always talk about. Low content. you, you got to manufacture stuff. I just, I have, no, they're going to have to Stinky. make me be interested, and I just don't know how the hell they'll do it. Yeah, the, I think these other leagues, their best effort has been in the coaching names yeah. or owners or GMs, those kind of things, yep. but that doesn't move the needle. They'll grab a, a player or two you've heard from college, but there's no there's no impact there to me. Yeah. By the way, on the uh, text line during the game yesterday, Herder and Brown had words, and after that, I don't think Herder even played. Did anybody else notice that? Number one, yeah, we talked about it earlier. And, and you know, you can't listen to the whole show. I get that. But we did talk about that earlier. We talked about it with Katie as well. Uh, secondly, is there a problem? No. Look, it, it, it's not like the Kelsey Reed thing, but Kevin Herter is being coached very hard this year. Yeah. But but I also think Kevin Herter is improving as a basketball player this year. And I think Mike Brown, what's the old term uh, my teacher used to tell me? You don't, you don't. You don't waste time picking specks out of rotten apples. And I think Mike Brown mm-hmm. recognizes that there's more to Kevin Herter's game, and he's really leaning on that. And it's a tough year for Kevin, yeah. but I think he's going to be better in the long run. And we've already seen some defensive improvements on he's his starting part. tonight. A hundred percent, dude. Uh, we'll take a break. When we come back, we will crosstalk with Stiles and Watkins next.
It's time for the news of the day. The latest headlines, the biggest stories, hard-hitting analysis. Yeah, this is none of those things. And now, here's Carmichael Dave and Jason Ross. Come on. Yeah. Let's Come on. Go. Let's do this. Come on. It's time. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm in there. Come on. Good morning. Good morning. Good morrow. Good morrow? <laughs> yes. People didn't say that anymore. Good morrow. Good morrow. It's from Role Models. Great movie. What do you think? Uh, fire Steve Wilkes and go get Bill Belichick. Give him $10 million. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah? Yeah. I don't think Bill listens to anybody. $10 million. Right. You're not doing anything, Bill. You're just sailing with your dog. $10 million. $10 million win a Super Bowl. It's funny how Bill has found his way out of the coaching rotation, but other coaches haven't yet. I know, right? I, I mean, I get Mike Vrabel. I, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I do feel like there's a line though, right? I guess the Bill Belichick's, the Ron Rivera's. Hey, you've had enough time here. Yeah, I just you've got arguably the greatest coach of all time is not coaching right now. Yeah. And you I know get the what Brady it is? Thing. Yeah. yeah, if Brady hadn't won again, Belichick probably has a job right now, even with the same record. I agree with you. And and, and by the way, for all we know, I mean, was it Kraft's move or was it Belichick's move to leave? I find it hard to believe Bob Kraft is like, yeah, get out of here. I'm done with you, Billy. I don't know, maybe. Who knows? Hey, I got a really good one I was uh, saying to Jason earlier in the Mahomes and uh, Brady mm-hmm. argument. Isn't it great when you break it down that uh, if you divide Tom Brady's career numbers by three, they're all Hall of Fame careers? It's insane. I don't think anybody in any sport, maybe Kareem, I don't think so, though. Maybe Kareem. I'd have to look at LeBron. Has ever done that, though? Where you could literally divide all their numbers I by LeBron three. Is. LeBron, yeah, yeah, you're probably right. MJ. I mean, you can even just look at Brady's, like, last, like, in his 40s. Yeah. And that kind of is matching what Mahomes is doing now. Yeah. In his yeah. ascension. And a lot of people, well, one thing, you know, this is what we've been talking about. Everybody's saying that, oh, Brock is having such a hard time. People aren't being fair. I was listening to uh, Will Compton today, Busting with the Boys, who, by the way, I met on the plane back or in the airport, got his number. So trying to get Will Compton on the show, busting with the boys. And he came out with a piece today that said, until Mahomes does it without Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid, I don't want to compare him Mm. to Tom Brady. Whether you agree or not, my point is... Goalpost moving. That's fine. Let's say Jordan do it without Pippen. No, my my point is simply that everybody acted like Brock was getting this this rough go. It happens to everybody. This is what people do. Absolutely. And Andy Reid had a tough go before he went to the Chiefs. There you go. All righty. Today is National Cream-Filled Chocolates Day. It's also Valentine's Day, by the way. And uh, it's Celebrity Birthdays. Talk about a great... You don't like cream-filled chocolates? I do. I mean, they're not my favorite thing. What about uh, those cherries, the cherry chocolates? I don't really like no. the nougat or whatever's in it. That's not nougat. <laughs> uh, look, it is Valentine's Day, and Valentine's Day, along with birthdays, were meant to be spent with family and friends, and no one brings that together. Nothing says I love you. Like a crumble cookie. Make an eye contact with you. More I than know. Crumble cookies. <laughs> we're okay. having a moment. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys. <laughs> Uh, celebrity birthdays. It's awkward now. <laughs> um, let's do. Let's go with a couple of former kings first. How about Tyus? Edney Jones. I said Former UCLA player. Yes, great, 
Great. Great. Didn't he have the? Uh, didn't he have Dork. that? Uh, uh, didn't he have that uh, game winner at UCLA? Was that Tyus Edney? Yes, coast Probably. to coast, four point three seconds to beat Missouri, round two of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> what I was one seed versus eight. Uh, I don't remember. Is in Boise, Idaho. But weirdly enough, even though that was uh, a, a long time ago, uh, he's only forty-two. Oh, uh, I was gonna go uh, like fifty-two. Ugh, so. Terrible guess. Forty-seven. Sixty. <laughs> Chris Watkins for the win, 51 for wow. Tyus wow. Former King and current Spurs assistant coach, Darius Sangaila. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Remember when we got Darius Sangaila and Sergey Monia and it was on? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, Darius. The glory years. And it was on? It was so on. <laughs> Darius Sangaila is 46. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 47. I'll say, yeah, 49. 45. We have a correct answer. Carmichael Dave, 46. Yeah, thank you. Happy birthday to former Monarch. This is the Sacramento edition. Kara Lawson. Kara Lawson. Uh, did I see Duke. yesterday she's uh, going to be yeah. an assistant on the Olympic team? Correct. Yeah, Kara. Uh, Great speeches. Oh, God. I'm going to say 31. <laughs> I ate my first rodeo. Yeah. Fellers. Um, I'll say uh, 43. 42. 45. We have a correct answer. Chris Watkins, 43. Wow. Happy birthday yeah. to Drew Bledsoe. I love Drew. Washington State's Oof. Drew Bledsoe. All right, so Drew Bledsoe was in the league. Okay, hold on. I know, right? I'm, I'm going 33. I mean, Brady's like 46. Uh, Drew Bledsoe is 53. That's what I was going to say. 52. 51. I'm within a 54. year. I know that. Yeah, you guys are all close. But Allen is correct. Yeah. 52. Happy birthday, Jim Kelly. Kelly. Oh. And by the way, may I just say how happy I am that we're celebrating a birthday for yes, Jim Kelly. True. Good point. Uh, I think Jim's 64. Mm, 63. 66. 65. Carmichael Dave, correct. 64. Let's go! Wow. Uh, Kings last night, Kings tonight, some Niners post-mortem, and more fun and hijinks from Styles and Watkins. How close am I? Nailed it. Nailed it? What's up with that? All right. The, the best midday show on sports in Sacramento coming up next.